0: Praise the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Uh, I welcome you to the house of the Lord. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a great pleasure for me to stand before the Lord's people. Today I'm very happy uh, that me and my family, my wife, we, are, uh, we join with you. Uh, and thank you for receiving us. We are very blessed. Uh, I give you greetings uh, from my country, Bangladesh, my national head, Pastor Musharraf, and all the members of Church of Pentecost. They are greeting you. Now they are greeting you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so let's listen what God has for us. Uh, Let's pray. Oh God, thank you for this wonderful morning. Thank you for bringing us all together again in the house of your God. We submitted our life into your hand. Holy Spirit, please take this place in church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, please, uh, sometime my language will be a little bit hard for you. Uh, please excuse me because I'm still learning on it. I hope it will be help me. Thank- Amen. Okay. Uh, so, the message I am going to share with you today, I title it, have a taste of God. So now I want to turn your friends and give a high five and say, Have a taste of God. Taste God. of God. Amen. 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 Uh, let's open our Bible to the book of Psalms. Chapter 34, verse 8. Psalms 34, verse 8. Can we read together this verse? Let's start. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Amen. Amen. Yes, David was able to say this, that God is good, because he has experienced God throughout his lives, all the circumstances he has passed. God was with him when he fought with the big giant Goliath. Even before that, God was with him when he was delivering his father's sheep from the mouth of the lion and bears. Even before that, God was with him when Saul is run after his life and he was fleeing from him and God saved him, God delivered him. That's why he can say that God is good all the time. And test and see that the God is good because he has tested. Okay. it's so not only David. If we see the old Bible, we can find more prophets and the other kings who have said so many things about God because they tested God. So uh, I have always the desire that if I could ask the old prophets and kings, that who, who is God to you? Maybe we have found very interesting uh, experience from their heart. So, today, now I want, to, I want to present someone, some person from the Bible in front of you and ask them who is God to them. And let's listen uh, how they explain who God is to them. So, for the first time, I want to ask our prophet Jonah, what Jonah has tell about God. So, if we ask Jonah, uh, Jonah, who is God to you? Uh, maybe Jonah will say, Oh, God is very pepe. Because I was, I was not a good boy. I was not an obedient boy in front of God. God sent me go to Ninobi, But I went to Tarshish. So God caught me in the middle of the sea and threw me in the sea. And he sent a big fish to eat me. And in the womb of the fish, I confessed to God God, please forgive me. Forgive my arrogance. I am very sorry to you. And that time, God, forgive my arrogance. God, forgive my rudeness. And he delivered me. That's why I can say, God is a merciful God. God is a forgiving God. <laughs> Amen. So, still, maybe we are human beings. We, sin- we have sinful natures. But God is still waiting for us to forgive you, to forgive our arrogance. So, if I could ask our forefather Jacob, the father of Israel, Jacob, Father Jacob, who is God to you? Maybe Jacob will say, Oh, church, you don't know. I fight with God all the night, but I couldn't defeat him. He is a WWF champion. (laughs) (laughs) There is no other fighter like God. And when I flew away from my brother, Brother, when I betrayed him, I flew away to my uncle's house. And there, I fell in love with my cousin Rachel. And I wanted to marry Rachel. But my uncle, Labon he betrayed me. He made me work for him 14 years. And he took away all of my cattle. But you know, God, God was with me. And God made me rich, richer than my uncle. So I can say... God is my judge who gave judgment for me and who is always with me. So maybe we have trouble today. Maybe some of our friends betrayed with us, but never forget that God is stand for us. Amen. Now I want to ask the mightiest, strongest man in the Bible. Who is he? The Samson, the mighty Samson. Mr. Samson, who is God to you? Or maybe Samson will say, hmm, look at my ears. Look at my muscle. Do you know from where I got this power? It is God who gave me power. When God's spirit come upon me, I feel like I'm drunken. And then I can beat 100 Palestinians with one of my blow. God is my strength. Because I want to say that, I want to say another thing that God is my second chance. He he is the God who gives second chance. Because if after doing all the wrong things against him, after going to marry Delilah, after going to eat what God said me, don't eat, after being captured, they put out my eyes from my skulls and they cut my ears. I was so frustrated. And I cried out to God, God, please, for the last time, please give me strength. That I want to kill all the people who are against you. That time God made my hairs grown, and he gave me a second chance. And I want to blow, I defeat all the people. That's why God is my strength and God is my second chance. Now I want to ask another person from the New Testament. Our greatest apostle, apostle Paul. Sorry, apostle Peter. What Peter would say about Jesus? Please imagine, if Apostle Peter is just here today, how many, how many of you want to take a selfie with him? Ah, if Peter is today here, so if we ask Peter, Peter, who is, God to, who is God to you? Maybe Peter will say, one day we went to Jesus and asked Jesus, please show me Father. And do you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, "Who have seen me, he has seen God." So from that day, Jesus is my God. So how many of you want to make Jesus your God? Please, Amen. And another thing I want to say about Jesus. One day Jesus asked me, Peter, Baptist, but Jesus asked, "What do you say that some revelation come to me?" And I said. You are the Messiah, the son of most living God. Amen. So all the people, they can say something about God, something about Jesus Christ, because they have experience from their life. They didn't read the Bible. They don't have the Bible to know who is God, but they experience God in their life. They have tested God in their life, and that's why they can say, so if they can say something about God, why can't we today? We have to mention something about God, not from the Bible. Yes, of course, from the Bible, but not from the Bible, not from the preaching of the preachers, but from your life. Who is God to you? Find who is God to you. Don't bind God in, only into this Bible. He is beyond this Bible. He created you, and he wants to hear something from you, that who is God to you. I am to say a small story. Of my country. Once there was a time, there's a famous missionary called Mr. and Mrs. Tarmon. They worked very hard in Bangladesh. So one day they went to a village, but in the way they have to cross a forest. When they entered into the forest, Mrs. Tarmon's eyes locked into something, and that was a beehive. So Mrs. Tarmon had a desire that, oh, if I could tasted some honey from the beehive. How wonderful it would be. So Mrs. Tharmon asked her husband, Oh honey, I want some honey. So, and Mr. Tharmon loved her wife very much as our papa loves our sofa <laughs> And I love my wife and you love your spouses. So Mr. Tharmon, though he was a foreigner, a white guy, he didn't know how to climb the tree, but because of her wife, fulfilled her desire, he tried to climb up the tree. And he climbed the tree, and he got closer to the beehive, but he has no idea that the bee can sting. So, as soon as he put his hand into the hive, the bees came and attacked him all the way and stinged him like he never had. And but the Mr. Tharmon he don't want didn't want to shout because her his wife is under the tea tree. If he shouted, he will feel shy. So he didn't shout. He just scream her teeth and bear the pain. And suddenly, Mr. Tharmon peed into her pant, and the peas dropped down from the tree. And under the tree, Mrs. Tharmon is waiting for honey. So he his, she she saw that something is dripping down. Oh, maybe my husband is sending the honeys. So she put his hand under the drop-in peas and she found, oh, it is worm. So it's really, really fresh. She tried, she started licking the peas. And she found, oh, it is not sweet. It's salty. So he called his husband. Oh dear, please calm down. The honey is not ripe yet. Isn't it a funny story? <laughs> yes, it's a funny story and it's a true story. But there is two things to be noted from this story. Number one, there is test before taste. Before tasting God, you must have to go through the trial and tribulation. Without facing them, you cannot taste God, how sweet he is you must go to them. And the second one, know the real taste of God. If you don't know the real taste of God, it will be seen that you are licking the peace. You will be deceived by the false teachers. If you don't know the Bible, if you don't experience the God, you will be deceived. So my friends, please, Know the real taste of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. As a Ghanaian, you were the very blessed nation. When I came to Bangladesh, I, when I saw you, it's very encouraging for me that you were worship, worshipping God so crazily. You were crazy in Christ. You love to dance. You love to shout. You love to praise and worship and pray a lot. It surprised me. And I thank God that you can do it. But for us, it is not allowed in Bangladesh to praise, to share gospel with other friends and family, uh, other people. Lot of our churches are burnt out. Lot of our pastors are imprisoned and killed. So, we also hear in the church that God is good. God is ridimer, God is vindication. He is your. He is for you. He is your judge. But we didn't see them. So I have a question, and I prayed to God, God, why these all things happen to us? And I can relate this event in the Bible. I can relate this event uh, in the Bible. The same thing, it is in the Judges chapter six. We can find this thing when the Midianites came to rule the. Israel's land and they came and they take all the things from them and the Israelites they cried out to God God why these things happen to us and then God sent his angel to a man his name is Gideon and the angel and the angel said the man the mighty man of bellow god is with you and the, and gideon replied if god is our savior so why these things happens to us ask god god if you are god why these things happens to us and i prayed i spent time with god and slowly god revealed to me that jason Throughout his life, throughout your life, I am preparing you for a purpose. I am preparing you for do something for me. And he revealed to me that he wants me to come to Ghana and learn about him more and his words. And see his peoples to learn and take the spirit from, from Bangladesh to Bangladesh and do the same. So, Amen. Praise the Lord. And when Gideon asked God, and God gave him some proof that God is real, Gideon uh, tested God three times. We all know, and I also asking God and tested God. And if we read Judges chapter 6 verse 24 Judges chapter 6 24 here we can find that Gideon gave his God a name and the name is then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah let it read together Jehovah Shalom say it together Jehovah Shalom Shalom amen so Gideon gave God a name That is Jehovah Shalom. That means God is my peace. So that time I give my God a name. That God, you are the planner of my life. So I was able to give God a name from the experience what I have encountered with God. That he is the planner of my life. He can be a planner of your life too. Amen. So, I want to ask you again. Who is God to you? Is He your Savior? Is He your judge? Is He your strength? Is He so much tasted like honey to you? Is He your planner of the life? Please, now I want to bow down our heads and talk to God. Talk to God you know. Tell him. Call upon his name. Tell that you are sorry what you have done. If there is anyone who wants to give your life to Christ or rededicate your life to Christ, you can pray. You can pray. You can pray.